0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. It's going to be a great podcast Uh, tonight on this episode. We're really going to just cover just some economic updates uh, that are happening, dealing with kind of the reopening uh, of the U.S., focusing on kind of the ripple effect uh, from this COVID-19 and looking at just kind of the fallout, uh, and especially from a corporate level because uh, you really cannot talk about the effects of this pandemic and not look at economically how this new normal is being created so we're definitely going to get into you i look forward to sharing this content with you but stay tuned for another episode of it is what it is podcast Right, I want to cover the really business segment. Uh, look at strategically kind of what's going on. Uh, Claire Atkinson writes that um, basically addressing this new normal, uh, looking at organizational development. Uh, working from home uh, may have its fans, but employees returning to the office are wondering how it will all work. It turns out that getting people back to the office is going to be a whole lot harder uh, than shipping them off home. Uh, she quotes, uh, New Yorker saying I'm not particularly interested in sitting at my desk for eight hours and wearing a mask. I think it might go crazy. Um, I, I, I think the article is really hitting on because so much time has basically passed. Uh, when it's all said and done, you know, basically uh, 90 days uh, or close to it. And you we have made adjustments that we have pivoted and the us employee the global employee the the worker unless you are physically manufacturing something and have to be in a space where you physically have to architect it that you do not have the supplies in your own home if you're working from home like us and mostly just dealing with your laptop you can do your job from your couch let's just be honest you don't need to be at the the work office uh five days a week monday through friday You know, maybe once a week for team morale, for, you know, large team meetings, for company initiatives. Maybe once a quarter for just, you know, this uh, just kind of just like gathering. But a constant everyday commute for something that you can accomplish by just simply waking up, it doesn't even add up. You think about all the money, all the time, all the effort you put into trying to get to your job. If you live in Chicago and you don't live within 10 minutes... You think about catching public transportation. Forget coronavirus. Just look at the traffic patterns and then add on top of that a health scare like coronavirus. You think about paying for parking. You think about paying for lunch or making your lunch, bringing your lunch, having to travel with plastic spoons and forks in your knapsack, in your book bag, in your purse, in whatever. You think about all the preparation it takes to get to a location to basically be monitored Uh, and micromanage when the reality is you can be just as productive, accomplish the same goals, same initiatives, and be more focused from your living room. What do you prefer? I think organizations are going to basically have to come to a point and realize that time out for the petty stuff. We do not need a bunch of managers who don't know how to lead. We need real leaders who understand that Leadership is more than understanding metrics, understanding KPIs, that effort is not always within the numbers, that is accurate and as grateful and as helpful and insightful and as analytical as the numbers may be. It does not paint the totality of the picture, at least from an organizational structure, that numbers can be manipulated, that uh, numbers are not truly indicative, that success does have preferential treatment, (laughs) that things are not as linear as we suppose. And I think when we address those realities, the the workplace, the organizational culture will become better. So I think what this pandemic basically has done is it's helped us see and, and it basically shined a light on the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is going forward, we need strategy. We need real consistent aiming and less pettiness. And the pandemic has provided a space where we can truly test and see What's going to work, what has worked, what hasn't worked, and what will work. All right, so kind of just want to jump into the next uh, topic, really looking at the giants, these giants that seemingly have fallen. Um, the sad part is all organizations have been impacted. Everybody, whether you have personally been affected by it, whether you have contacted it, uh, contracted it, known somebody that has it, um, everybody has been touched by this uh, pandemic. That is just uh, the truth, and we need to be sensitive to that. Uh, and I think from an economic standpoint, we also need the understanding that it has created a mass devastation, a global devastation, and definitely a U.S. economic devastation. And this devastation uh, is seen, heard, and felt, and will be fully realized, I, I think, within the next couple of months. Uh, Emily Pandaysch goes to write that from an economic department stores to entertainment giants, the coronavirus has seemingly. Spare no one in his devastation in the U.S. economy, falling consumer demand, reduced entertainment spending, stay-at-home orders, mandating certain businesses stay closed, uh, continue to take their toll on the retail industry, and has been struggling for the past several years as consumers pivot to online shopping anyway. Even with the slow reopening of the U.S. economy, as lockdowns begin to lift, social distancing measures may continue for months. That will impact store capacity for retail and restaurants. For some businesses, these temporary changes could indicate bigger problems so here's a list uh, emily uh, amazing article uh provided a list of stores that are basically filing for bankruptcy dean and deluca new york city-based gourmet foods retailer filed for bankruptcy on march 31st one of the first businesses to show signs of the trouble due to coronavirus impact companies founded in 1977 acquired by pace food retail in 2014 apex parks uh, owns and operates 14 family entertainment water parks in new jersey california and florida file for chapter 11 chapter 11 on april the 8th uh food first bravo and brio restaurant food first global holdings the parent company of the restaurant chains bravo uh Cusina italiano and uh brio Toussaint, Um i'm sorry brio tuscan grill file for chapter 11 bankruptcy on april the 10th true religion I remember they were hot, especially within the hip hop culture. True Religion Apparel, a clothing brand known for his jeans, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on April 13th. Um, their trend, their popularity started to rise in the 2000s. They also filed for bankruptcy back in 2017. CMX Cinemas, a uh, chain of movie theaters with dining options, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on April the 25th. Ruby's Costume Company, manufactures costumes, wigs, and other festive gear, filed for Chapter 11 on April the 30th. List continues. Gold's Gym. So for those in the fitness industry, Gold's Gym, which owns and operates over 700 gyms in the U.S., internationally filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on May 4th. The company said and release that they hope to be through the filing by August the 1st. Neiman Marcus has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on May the 7th. Stage Stores. Bella's Goodies, Peleus, Royal Pebbles, Gorman's, and Stage Parent Stage Tour, which owns and operates almost 800 locations uh, in small and rural communities, filed for Chapter, 11th, uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy on May the 10th. J.C. Penney, based in Plano, Texas. Retailer was founded more than this, uh, 100 years ago. Uh, as one of the country's first department stores. It has been on a downturn, uh, and the online realtor has filed... For Chapter 11th on May the 15th, Pier One Imports, home good retailer, Pier One Imports, is filed for Chapter 11th in February and announced it on May the 19th. Hertz, those rental car companies. O.J. Simpson, Hertz, known for his rental services, I believe. Yeah, O.J. was uh, he was a sponsored uh, athlete by them, I believe, back in the 70s. Hertz uh, has filed for Chapter 11th bankruptcy on May the 22nd. Now, Hertz also owns the brands, including Dollar and Thrifty, and they underwent a CEO change in the last week. So you're talking about a complete organizational shift. The reality is everybody has been hit. When there is mass disruption, there is organizational shift. It would behoove the economic community to to understand how to adapt and pivot. Because no niche was left unturned. There's no like safe, unless you're like a Walmart or you're in the food industry, not like restaurants, but like supermarkets and supplying, no industry basically has been left to just freely prosper. Um Others have not had as a significant hint. Others have stayed the course, like the banking industry, and obviously because this is really the time to buy and to lend. Uh, but as far as true growth, is only really been one industry. Most of the industries have taken a negative economic turn. And it's going to take a while to recover. It's going to be two to five year recovery plan. And that's just the goddamn honest truth. Um, I think as a consumer, my recommendation is that everybody looks at downsizing. My recommendation is that everybody is going to have to look at their own efficiencies uh, within their life and look at what can go, what needs to stay, what we can and cannot live without. Because how you prepare during a chaos is how you're going to prosper when times get good, right? They say never let a good chaos go to waste. Well, uh, I think better worded is learning how to appreciate even the most devastating time Will help you navigate through hell, right? So, in this hellacious time, we can prepare a better tomorrow. But we first must understand the impact. We first must understand how it's going to impact, and then strategically implement plans to create safe passage for the future. And when we do this, uh, we will con- we will create a, a an economic sanction. We will create the need. Uh, basically um, and 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 safety and and technology and and culture and initiatives that will sustain future economic growth but right now I believe the the goal of the world and definitely the goal of the us is to undergird and to create a new wave of systems uh and a new just just understanding of how to really go about this, how to really, um, as you say, um, piece it together, right? And when we, we create this new wave, the evolution of our economy, and it's going to be a slow process, uh, then we'll be able to take care of the gaps uh, that are in place. But that, that's to me, is the next goal. Uh, so definitely, as you see, it unveils, I'm sure, uh, other organizations by the end of next month uh, even though things are starting to reopen will also take some aim but it should start slowing down all right this is all the time i have i appreciate you connecting with me look i look forward to covering more content with you having more guests let me know what you want me to cover let me know if you want to be on the podcast follow me on ig cvmk33 youtube cv space k but until next time thank you so much peace